0: Welcome to the Sports Bet Inters podcast. Now I'm not your usual host, the dulcet tones of Rocket Rod Basto are resting this week. My name's Justin Carlefeld and it's great to step in the chair with Andrew Dioro and Matt Peden.
1: Hey, how
0: are you? Good, good. Look, Rocket's been sent to the paddock, a little bit of a freshen up, before fall into Dominion series. He's had a, he's had a big campaign, he's raced beyond the season um, but time doing the head of the pack for a couple of weeks. It's been a big week. Um, the main news of the week would have to be the Chicago, Chicago bull injury which surfaced earlier this week.
2: yeah absolutely devastating the way he performed on Friday night he showed he was right on he was right on target for an incredible three or four months coming into the summer and and um, I'm sure that that the people close to him would be just heartbroken with what's happened.
0: Absolutely. We'll get to that a little bit more in detail later. Um, just for listeners, don't don't forget to um, like and share and subscribe. And we're also very open to feedback, whether it's critical or not. But also, if you want to request a bet, um, the best method is probably to go to our app on the futures section. At the top of that, there is an option to request a runner. Go to any futures market, write the name of the runner in there, and in the comment section, you can request it in that market or if it's not a market we've got available. Also, at least that, we'll be happy to um, to do our best um, we'll push on now. Trotters rankings updates here. Uh, Tornado Valley huge at Cranbourne.
1: He was huge. Uh, the uh, the run at Cranbourne was a, a track record run. Um, and following that uh, that track record, we actually took a, a big futures bet on the Inter Dominion. Uh, Two and a half thousand at eight fifty. So for a collector. So a under,
0: fair, fair divot in the book there early yeah, on, bit but it's under twenty
1: k. So um, we're probably a bit slow winding him yeah, in good, after that. Good shopping, <laughs> good shopping by that punter. It was he got in uh, as soon as uh, I think as the race was over, and um, he's currently yeah five fifty. I think we're still top of the market at the price. Um, but uh, at this stage, we saw over the weekend, tornado Valley head and shoulders above his rivals in Victoria, and over across the Tasman in uh, in New Zealand. Speeding spur likewise equally as dominant. So also also a firmer in our market. Yeah, firmer into uh, six fifty last time I and checked. There's
0: also, there's a little bit of money at odds for the speed machine red hot tooth.
1: Yeah. So uh, prior to the Cranbourne uh, race, we took a bet of a thousand at thirty four. Uh, it it was a bit of a, a forgive run. Uh, I did did read the, the stewards report. Uh, she actually kicked the cart right. in the run, so she did fire up a bit uh, out in front. But it looks like it's uh, it's going to take uh, you know a big turnaround for uh, any of these locals to actually beat Tornado Valley in the form he's in.
2: How do we, how do we rate the um the form out of that Trotters Cup race? Obviously, I'd say. I'd say Kai Valley blurs is probably in the top two or three in victoria, and, and Tornado Valley just made an absolute mess of him.
1: yeah I mean my, my concern when I was watching the race live was Tornado Valley was quite keen in the run and certainly over the, the staying trip you think, well that may bring him undone, but at the finish when at the line he was actually pulling away from his rivals, so um, he he looks really uh in the zone right now and and, and the and the horse to beat.
2: Do we do we get worried with the fact that he got pulling you know he's going to have quite a number of runs in a few days over a few week couple of week period um do we think that it could be a concern getting to the grand final if he does put himself in that position where he's overexerting himself in a couple of prior runs to get there that's that has yeah to be some concern. it it, yep. it does but um yeah the way he just Kept, kept
1: going over the the, the staying trip. That's uh, the 2,500 at Cranbourne. I think the final's over roughly the same distance, maybe a little bit longer, but he hasn't shown signs of actually, you know, pulling himself into the ground and, and tiring. So... Uh, perhaps that's how he how he races he just just loves to just
0: keep running it feels like that red number in the in the book could become a little <laughs> bit bigger as the weeks progress now I forgot to mention at the top of the show we've also got a Mick Stanley interview so we've talking um, to we talked we will talk to Mick about his comeback pace up men and gates so some very, very interesting um, insights hopefully there and we've got a few questions we want to ask Mick so stick around later in the show for that now onto the paces um, I might only get one or two opportunities this year to be on the show so I thought I wouldn't miss the opportunity to just um, sink the boots into Matt here. (laughs) Uh, Elmer's image, uh, finally conceded during the week. You've been sticking firm at around the $15 to $17 mark, quite high in the market for a horse that was ranked in the 50s. I see you've finally taken the little nudge there just to wind it out a little bit, out to $31 finally. Probably still a little bit tight, but let's be honest, at least you've conceded that.
2: Oh, look, I didn't have a choice. I got pulled into a all meeting the other day, and the team pretty much <laughs> said that that's my job if I don't. But no, it, just on that, he, um, look, what he showed throughout the campaign that he had in Sydney, he's, he is going to make a top line horse. He, he's obviously probably not quite seasoned enough for it yet, but you know, six or 12 months down the track, he, I think he's going to be a horse that'll be there and he'll, he will be, um, It'll be in the finish. So maybe maybe we can put up a
0: twenty twenty into this market, and punters can get involved in that. Mm. Oh, look, look, you'll probably go up evens.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, now the Cranman Cup uh, recap. Um, the man next to me, to my right, is still smiling. Andrew San Carlo, who was all over it, um, he's been clicking the heels all week. Um, huge win, San Carlo. It, it was, and um, look. It- for me, it came down to the draw. San Carlo
1: uh, drew inside uh, Shadow Sacks and, and Ty other main rival was off the second row. So, um, you know, she, uh, Rebe- Rebecca Bartley, yep. was able to take advantage of uh, of that draw and work to the front and surprisingly actually uh, didn't get much early pressure. And it really did turn into a sprint home. Yeah, home
0: in 54-ish around that mark. Yeah. Um, San San Carlo, big mover
1: after that win? Big mover. So I did say last week that uh, we were $17 prior to the Cranbourne Cup and that that market would uh, would change if it if it did win, which it obviously did. Uh, we're into around seven dollars. I
0: think it's firms right up. Yeah, it looks right looks up. a serious chance, and they've yep. they've targeted this series and it looks the sort of horse uh, Matt that will will sort of love this sort of series and the the racing, the back to back racing.
2: Oh, absolutely! He's got that gate speed. He's he probably lacks like we just uh, like we're about to like we're about to probably see. You're going to need a horse that's got a bit of tactical speed and. Whether or not he lacks that in this grade, probably going to be the one string that he hasn't got on his bow. But he's he's got the gate speed. He's very tough. He thrives on racing. Rebecca Bartley gets along with this horse, an absolute treat. He's a crowd favourite. You know, he's. I think it's made for him this year. And if if he wants to be there and he wants to stand up and show everyone how good he is, he's going to get his opportunity. And. It'll and be he's, he's
1: really like, obviously they've targeted the series because they bypassed the Victoria Cup. I'm not sure if you remember. They actually first up went to Mildura yeah. of all places. Uh, while horses like Tiger Tower have been contesting pretty much every feature race on offer and including to go in New Zealand, San Carlo will go straight into the Inter Dominion. This this looks like its target.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I think he might be the one. He's my selection this far. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> this that, that, can change weekly though, punner, yeah. so just
0: make sure you keep tuning in to well, follow-up I, episodes.
2: But. I can go from declaring him one week <laughs> to putting him the next.
0: And. And, a, and a couple of outs this week, we mentioned um, Chicago Bull, um, the top of the show, a, a huge win in New Zealand. Um, had a, a follow-up um, bit of treatment from a vet after a tough run, which is um, standard procedure, and had a reaction during that. Uh, which resulted in him throwing himself onto the ground. Um, and we understand he broke um, his back, basically. There's six bones in his wither, and he broke all six. So he's going to be out for a long, long time.
2: Devastating for, for Junior in particular. You know, he's over there looking after him. He's obviously done a really good job with him. He raced incredible on, on Friday night. Um, and he looked like he was going to be the, the next big horse for a good period as long as he stayed sound. And it's just devastating to see that he's going to spend some time you, on the Just, just as
0: you turned the corner on him too,
3: Emile. Yeah. yeah I was oh. commenting
0: yesterday, it's, it's taken a bit that you turn the corner
3: <laughs> oh, and then he goes was, and breaks his
2: back. I was
1: getting, <laughs> Matt, I oh no, it was at the uh, the Manicato at uh, Moonee Valley watching the race and I was on the floor and I'm getting texts straight after the race and Matt's declaring this, this this thing's immoral in the New Zealand Cup. <laughs> oh, I've actually stood my ground and we had it at 7.50 in the New Zealand Cup, market. Market, top top price in the market and I, I refuse to budge just you know trying to get some punters in at the price we actually did get some money straight after I saw so after Matt's text do I did, you feel
2: bad about it now
1: well um we're certainly not going to refund those, those
0: bets <laughs> Those uh, those we, ha- we have refunded some those <laughs> so have some inters, inters markets, um, including a clean sweep and a and a special Cornella mark we had as yeah. a goodwill jester, We did um, refund that, but let's just hope the horse gets back to the yeah. track. He's a superstar. Um, really want him in the in the series next year, and hope he gets back racing and he, well. And his popularity, are like um,
1: there's two horses that really have cut through um outside of harness racing. One of them is Chicago Bull. The other ones. Lazarus and and obviously the the news in the last week um for both horses um for the sport you know hasn't hasn't been good and um you know you just have to see the, the I guess the bet count and the uh, the turnover when Chicago Bull is racing that whether you think he's the number 1 horse currently he has a lot of interest uh, wherever he goes absolutely um, and
0: then sorry i'll just jump in another out in the series not as big as chicago bull um but atomic red news broke yesterday steve turnbull announced that he was no longer pressing to the series right. i think it was about a 21 dollar chance okay. um series really would have suited that horse um but let's hope he can get back to full health and be back in the series next year
2: yeah and he'll be given every opportunity he'll come back he's got that he's got that great gate speed he's a tough old bugger and you know what the world's his oyster he's only a young horse still and you know what, the time off mightn't do him. Mightn't do him all that bad. So. I did.
0: And I did hear Steve give a little bit of a rap to uh, the stable mate Joe Star of Mia, who's a big it's prize, been progressing, in progressing uh, rapidly, yeah. like and, and developing some gate speed, so he could be one at, I think, a forty or fifty to one somewhere around there. That'll also appreciate the series. Um, Menangle uh, held a, a, a meeting on the Sunday, um, so they had their awards night on the Saturday night. Um, why they decided to hold a, a, a metro meeting on the Sunday with a twelve fifteen start is is. Big. Beyond me, it's a bit like, I mean, if they pulled out the breathalyzer here after a Christmas party, you, you'd <laughs> have trouble. to kick out uh, the whole staff. But mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they had the breathalyzer t- uh, tucked away on the Sunday or the the drivers uh, behaved themselves on the Saturday, which which was probably a chance. But we saw the feature there. Well, I mean, it wasn't necessarily a feature, but it was the fast class race. We saw Major Dan, Franco Nelson and Let It Ride all step out.
2: Yeah, and how good was Let It Ride? You know, just stepping away from, from the winner, Major Dan, Let It Ride sectionals coming wide on the track, first start. The He's a serious horse and he stepped up every single campaign. And I'm really excited to see what he can do over the next month, um, coming into the interdome because he looks like he's just so progressive, and I, I can't imagine he would have been wound up for. And had tri- yeah,
0: did trailed really well before that, and then mm. put in a stellar first run. So let's it was, see what uh, happens in the next six weeks. Fifty-two-five
1: last half, twenty-five eighty-two, and that was off the so off the
0: track, it's just so. about as quick as I've seen. I think yeah, random angle.
1: And uh, from from memory, he does hold the record at Addington for the fastest last half. So we know he can reel off some stunning
0: sections. And, and Major Dan won that race. Um, yeah, went was, well, but probably. Nothing out of the ordinary or out of what we expected. Well, well to the eye, um, you know,
1: I guess with with the closing runners, he, he looked like well, you know, he was just gripping on, but he, he's ended up running, I think, fifty three nine himself. Yep. So
2: he's he's just a monster miler, isn't he? You can, you know, what you you sort of, and no disrespect to him, you rule the line through him, anything past a mile, but you get into that sixteen oh nine, and he's just he's just lethal. He's nigh on uncatchable. The sectionals he can run in front, and he's got brilliant gate speed. Um,
0: and Franco Nelson. Good without being great, yeah. Is that I, a
2: fair summary? I thought he was good. I thought he gave him a pass mark. He, he probably lacks a bit of his brilliance at the mile. I think once he gets out of those staying trips, he really shows him what a strong old boy he is, and um, no doubt Shane will have him. Shane will have him peaking when he needs to be come December.
0: Absolutely. Um, the only other one from earlier in the week was, was Kai Kura. Um, Matt, I know you're a massive fan of the meeting. Did you manage to catch any of that, or you're still locked out of the house? <laughs> oh, listen,
2: he had um, we. we Managed to reemerge into the into the unit by Sunday night. Four hundred dollars lot up, it? <laughs> yeah, when do I get a pay rise? Now, <laughs> now Kaikoura was an excellent meeting. It always is. It um it gets a massive following. It's such a picturesque race course. Two days, uh, I think there were sixteen or seventeen races overall. And that for a country meeting or a regional meeting, the quality certainly doesn't drop away. We saw um we saw Speeding Spur, obviously, win the Trotters Cup. He was brilliant. He um he showed them that he's probably Probably the best trotter in New Zealand at the moment, aside from Markula, um, and and the um, the cup <laughs> a bit similar to Ashburton. It's probably hard to to get a gauge on um, on how a couple of those are going because they're stepping, they're getting to the front, they're walking, and they're sprinting. Um,
1: We've seen all the feature races over there have been very similar. They've they've dawdled. Sort of mid race, and they've sprinted home in quick quarters. So it's it's New Zealand racing, isn't it? Yeah, I
2: mean, in I've been tortured about that this week. New <laughs> Zealand racing pattern, but it's honestly, it's that they do look after their horses, and they get prolonged campaigns and prolonged careers out of them. They don't tend to go to war, but you know, just taking from that race, I thought. Um, I thought Spankham was very good, Sicario very good, obviously two four-year-olds that are going to have to step up at some point. Cruz Bromac won the Lensmith Mile. He was excellent. Yeah, and um, Cruz
0: we heard off, off Kevin Bezitta on the show um, a couple of weeks ago. He might be heading back to to New South Wales um, to be trained by him for the Inter Dominion Series, so keep watching this space for that. But he seems to see like he's progressing okay in New Zealand.
2: Oh look, it, he's had a typical All Stars campaign. Mark, and that looked like they've got him ticking over absolutely perfectly. And, and honestly, I, I think he's going to be a massive chance come the second Tuesday in November. That's the main race in November, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what else is on. Nothing on the first <laughs> Tuesday in November. No, it's all about no, the second. No. No, perfect.
0: Excellent. So that, that's a nice recap of uh, the trotters and where we're up to, and also an in-depth look at the paces. Uh, now, time to uh, interview uh, leading Victorian trainer Mick Stanley. Um, we saw a great return uh, from Menengate, now a seven-year-old in the Swan Hill Cup, um, and welcome to the show, Mick.
3: No, anytime, guys.
0: Now we thought very, uh, very good timing to get you on the show uh, this week. Um, obviously, we've seen the, the return of the star pacer Menengate in a big win in the Swan Hill Cup. Now a seven-year-old, Mick um, had about 16, 17 months off um, with an injury. Now, just querying off, how long have you had him for and what sort of pre-work have you had to do with him?
3: Yeah, look, well, I've had him for about three months um, since he came back from, from his rehabilitation from that injury. So um, I haven't had anything to do with him previously uh, before that. So uh, we both started afresh and, and worked our way out together. But, um, you know, so far, um, touch wood. Uh, everything's
0: been smooth sailing. I was actually a bit surprised when I, I did notice he was a seven-year-old. It doesn't seem that long ago he was he was cleaning up in the derby and the like. Obviously, a stellar three-year-old career, um, limited racing sort of in the years after that. But he is a, he's a, he's a 500K plus earner. Um, very, very tough horse, as we know. Um, how do you think his tactical speed sort of stepping up to this grade now, leading into something like the Inter-Dominion Series, how do you see his tactical speed? Do you think he does have enough of that to – I know we know he's got gate speed, but can he make a move from back in the field? Um, he's going to have a lot of good top-level, fast sprinters around him. How do you see his tactical speed at this level?
3: Look, I think his tactical speed is actually very fast. It's just something that um, we've never really saw before because of because he dominated those uh, young years in his, in his age um, classes. He probably was driven tough all the time because he was better than them. Um, but he shows a lot of speed at home, and I think he's just one of those horses that only goes as quick as, as what he has to. So it's a bit deceiving. Um, but I'm sure, I think, this um, this weekend we've drawn seven and we've got Shadow Saxon. Rappers a lot drawing inside us, so we're probably going to have to go back this week. So we're going to get more of a guide, whether... He does have that this week anyway.
0: Yeah, it be very very interesting to see. Obviously, Menning has been very much known for his toughness, but um, as you say, maybe it is there. Maybe he just needs the opportunity uh, to race like that. Um, I'll hand over to Andrew now.
1: Yeah, Mick, um, congratulations on the, uh, the Swan Hill Cup win. It was um, an excellent training performance to win first up, um, especially in that grade against uh, a last start uh, Kilmore Cup winner. Um, he, that would have given you an immense um, satisfaction, Personally, especially, um, you know, you've trained a lot of winners. Uh, Group 1's uh, spectacular comes to mind. Um, but this, this win would have been one of, uh, I guess, your most satisfying?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think just to get a horse back, any horse back from injury, first up is, um, you know, you, you sort of feel a little bit um, proud of what you've achieved, I guess. Um, especially for our stable, like we're, we're pretty close. Um, you know, my wife does a lot of work with me, and we've got Ryan Duffy. We're only a small team, so we're all hands-on, and, you know, we've lost so high Tribeca to injury, and we lost Spectacular at the start of the year. So um, even just to get a horse like Menning Gate and, and to win a race like that just gives everyone a really good morale boost.
1: And you've, you've touched on Soho Tribeca. Um, how, how is he progressing? We know um, he, he he went amiss uh, during the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Is is he on track for a return sometime soon or down the track?
3: Yeah, look, he, he's only three months in after his surgery, so he's got about three or four months, um, you know, spelling time to go. So, But the, the vets are uh, really optimistic that he'll get back. His surgery went really well. Everything's gone swimmingly so far everything seems to have knitted really well and had no complications so um yeah they're they're really positive that um you know we can get him back and obviously with what Mendengate's uh, done coming back from a fracture also gives us a bit of confidence that you know with the right rehabilitation that we we can get a horse like Tribeca back Mick,
2: mate, you've made a um, you've made a really good habit over the past couple of years of of producing some good two year olds. Obviously, you've teamed up with Rob Watson, who's got some incredibly bred uh, juveniles for you to work with. Have you got something for for the blokes like Andrew in here and the punters at home that like a little futures bet to to watch out for as the two year olds start stepping out at the trials?
3: Yeah, look, uh, obviously we're um, we're a long way off our two year old races. Um, now we don't race before Christmas, but we've got a We've got a little horse here who's actually a full brother to Soho Tribeca called Soho Hamilton. He he looks to be um, well above average. So he's one that we're really looking forward to, um, you know, hitting the track next year.
0: The boys are scribbling down <laughs> yeah. as we speak. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Mate, we won't hold you any longer. Thanks very much for your time. You're always generous with your time. You do a great job promoting the sport. Uh, we wish you all the best in the coming months with, with Menengate and any other horses you may have racing during the carnival.
3: No, beauty. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. Thanks, Mick. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mick.
0: Great insights there from Mick. Now, looking to the week ahead, uh, we do like to look at the week ahead, some runners that are engaged um, around the country um, or even over New, Ze- New Zealand on the, the Friday meeting that are going on towards the Inter-Dominion or are on an Inter- Inter-Dominion campaign. We've got the Sochiola Sprint at Melton, Andrew.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, I guess it's a, it's a free-for-all that, um, you know, nothing of any uh, – it's just a group, group two maybe, group three. It's not not uh, not one of the big group ones. Group three, I think it group is. Group three.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, Shadow Sacks steps
0: out this week, so uh, you he, are ve- you are very keen, Shadow Sacks. Let's not let's <laughs> not try and tone this down for listeners. let's yeah, look, let's, uh, let's give him the same sort of stuff you're dishing up on the floor yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I don't think he'll be any any spoil with the price, but uh, look, he, he's this is
1: his race to win. Uh, he's drawn barrier three, and I, I can see him finding the front from there and. He has had a driver change this week, interestingly enough. I know when we had Emma Stewart on the show, she wasn't all that uh, particularly impressed with Chris Alford's drive in the Vic Cup. Um, from what I saw, I think uh, the replacement driver Could have been a deliberate change, you think? Yeah, Mark Pitt. So okay. it could be a deliberate. I'm not sure if he's suspended, but um,
0: Mark Pitt may uh, may have the drive now to to keep. So in the Sakiola sprint, Shadow Sacks crosses leads. Pressure from Rappers Delight, an up-and-coming horse, a well-bred up-and-coming horse.
1: Yeah, ra- Rappers <laughs> is, uh, is is certainly on the up, but um, to sit outside Shadow Sacks will will take some doing, I think.
2: He's, he's for mine Shadow Sacks. He's at a, a crossroad. I was a little bit disappointed with him last week at Cranbourne. I thought he was probably a length below his best. Um, we know what he can do. We know he can follow speed and reel off some good sectionals. Um, I'd really like to see him. Uh, put put the sword to them on on um, Friday night at Melton and and race away. Um, I think he gets his chance to to show that he's on track for an Interdome campaign.
1: Well, we heard from uh, Mick before about uh, the tactics of uh, Menengate. Uh, the the other horse I think the interest runner for me is uh, Carlos Pixel in Barrier Two. She. Uh, she, her, her closing sectionals at Cranbourne were pretty good, and she's drawn close enough there to, to sort of give give herself uh, every chance. Maybe just off the speed, so
2: touch and go whether or not G Lang wants to push, try and push the button and get across yeah. TC. But tough yeah,
1: throw. tough decision.
0: Yeah. Um, yep. And also um, the, the the sibling to um, what Mick spoke about earlier, the, the, the injured Soho Tribeca. Mm. So very well bred family there. An um, angle feature Saturday night. Um, the likes of my Alpha Rock, MacDoro and and Let It Ride that we referred to earlier, all stepping out. Matt, I know you've done the form on this one. What's your early thoughts?
2: Look, I think um, obviously macdoro has got that that absolutely scintillating gate speed. Um, he'll, I, I think he can probably get across and take a sit more, most likely on Alpha Rock. But just going a bit deeper than that, what about Maxi Man last week? Did oh, you
0: see him? Oh, <laughs> my God. These, uh, they claimed him for, what,
2: 20 grand? 20, 25. That was yeah. the week I reckon he was 100 into evens to win the claim up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he
0: was. That's right. And I think, um, what, did he get home in fifty-two eight or 52.7 thereabouts? So amazing. Like, he's only had half a dozen runs, I think, for Tritton doing mm. a super job and all of a sudden, for a $20,000 purchase, he's, he's a horse that could be thereabouts to sort of come miracle mile time.
2: Well, in the terms of, of Alan Hull, his run was probably only a, f- a flared nostril behind what Let It Ride did last week. I I've, I've
0: got a feeling that won't be the only <laughs> Alan Hull uh, reference in this uh, show. I'll no, um, we'll unfurl
2: another one later. <laughs>
0: the other one on this weekend was a big card. We've got a big card coming up at Addington on Friday.
2: Yeah, and this is, um, this is I, I said to to everyone at home that um, that Kaikoura might shape the New Zealand Cup and the Addington uh, and the uh, Intadam a bit further. Uh, Gave us nothing, absolutely nothing. Great insights. But, what what uh, I listen to this show, ladies and
1: gentlemen. <laughs> what, what, what I will say from from Kikura is that rather than sort of saying who we think we can go on and win the New Zealand Cup, I thought there were maybe two horses in, from the race that I don't think can. that's what we I'm, want. I'm that's what to, we want. What are they? I will, oh.
2: say, I will say one thing. <laughs> okay, and go you've on. got to have a bit of a forgive with Kaikoura. It's they they don't race there all that often. There's two meetings a year back to back, and it is a really really hard track, and a lot of horses don't handle the surface. Let's, let's put a line throw on, Andrew. Which ones are well, they? Uh,
1: I haven't been impressed with Star Galleria or... Uh,
2: of course not. He doesn't race in Queensland. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's,
1: that's a cheap shot. <laughs> and what was the other um, one? The other one was uh, Emo Maguire. I'm not sure he's a 3,200-meter horse. Like He's got a really, real high speed. I think he probably will be better suited to the show day race. But
2: Sorry, hang on. To be fair, he did win over 3,200. I think he won the Easter Cup at Addington last year over 3,200. Uh, was that AG's White Sox? Or? He might have run second. Yeah, anyway, okay. my memory only goes back to yesterday. Why? I was crossed here in the Dungeon
0: uh, Recording Studio at Sportsbet. Now, just coming back to that horse, Inter-Dominion Series, I know Rocket loves us to stay on topic with the Inter-Dominion, so bringing it back to the Inter-Dominion. Um, Among Maguire, is that a? Like, is this series likely to suit that horse or do we think they'll bypass it or what do we think?
2: I reckon, I honestly, I, I think the best of, of Mark and Natalie's chances will come from a horse like Dream About Me, the fixer, uh, one of those horses that seem to seem to go well through a campaign and and be able to peak them at a certain point. Um, the fixer he's he's had an interrupting campaign coming into into Addington for for Friday night, but I reckon I reckon he's probably their one horse that would absolutely thrive on the series.
1: Yeah, and and that, I guess that goes with what I was saying with uh, Eamon Maguire. I'm not, I'm not sure the four runs in two weeks. He seems to be a. A real, you know, high-speed type, rather than a tough sort of inter-dominion type horse.
0: So, just recapping uh, the weekend: Sochiola Sprint, you're locking in. Shadow Sacks. Shadow yeah. Sacks. Short but sweet. Yep. And Matt in the uh, Menangle feature.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two for the week. Oh, here we go. All right, I'm gonna give you Alf. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna give you Alpha Rock to win the Menangle feature. Yep. He's about he's around six to four at yep, the moment yep. in the old decent price. Um, and I'm gonna give you one on Friday night at the match, the Addington Raceway uh, race. Number race seven, number eight, Bazinga, Crane Getty. She's okay. a really good filly. I said to I said to Andrew about six weeks ago. I reckon she'll she'll just about win the New South Wales Oaks. Yeah, we have um, we have her in the market, and I reckon yeah. she'll give Princess Tif, uh, Princess Tiffany a run for her money. Oof, oof,
0: here we go. What what price roughly?
2: Look, if you can get around even six to four, she'll yep. be a really good price. Yep, really so we're, a bet.
0: we've got dollar thirty Melson. Just chuck it in everything. Uh, about 240, 250 uh, mm-hmm. as an angle and then evens or, or thereabouts um, at, in New Zealand. Excellent. The other thing we've got on this weekend, Andrew, I know you're very passionate about this. Microphone over to you. Uh, are we talking about the Drivers'
1: Challenge? We are, mate. Oh, of That's course. Okay. Yeah, I have been banging over. on it all, all day today. Can
2: I ask when the markets are going to be up for the punters
1: Yeah, uh, go? Definitely uh, looking at putting a, a Drivers' Challenge market up for uh, for the series. We, we have done it in previous years and, and it's been really popular. I know you guys don't, you know, not that interested with the South Australian form, but. Uh, there are plenty of South Australian partners out there who uh, do follow it, and especially with the Driver Series, uh, it's one of my favourites. Uh, you know, we've seen it in Tasmania and also in South Australia where you get – the really good drivers jumping on the, the part-timers and the hobby drivers coming off and and the, and the horses can actually improve a lot. So there, there are often big price winners and, and form reversals. So uh, for the punters uh, listening in, I'd sort of advise you to look at, uh, you know, horses who have been steered by, uh, you know, perhaps a, a trainer driver who uh, hasn't had another, you know, driver booked on it before and, and you might actually see a lot of improvement come out of them.
2: So judging by your judging by your computer wallpaper, which is which is Danny Hill, yep. um, is she going to be favourite in the drivers' challenge? <laughs> I'll look I look all four. <laughs> I will, will the obsession deepen? I, I
1: haven't I haven't gone through it race to race yet, but uh, she, she hometown advantage. I know it's uh, plays a lot. I think I think Wayne Hill may have won the series. Last year and uh, or the year before, and, and Pete McMullen also when it was in Queensland. Maybe don't quote me on that, but L-
2: later Peter might kill him around uh, round Derby. <laughs> yeah,
1: look, he's another one of my favourites, so he's definitely a chance.
0: And now, Matt, I know we've handed you the reins again with the special. While we keep doing it? We're still sort of scratching our heads, but you do have the Mick Stanley special this week.
2: Yeah, we got a, we got a uh, good little Mick Stanley special. We're going to give the punters at home and don't fall off your chair three dollars fifty for. Menengate to run in the top four on Saturday top night. Top four in
0: an eight horse field. Eight mm. horse field. So so for a horse that was airborne first up. Yeah. yeah.
2: Look, I, I, I find funny specials to come up with, and this is another one of <laughs> That's, them. And yep, yep. We'll have, right. Certainly. But we'll, uh, where do they find that on the app? Uh, we find that at sportsbet.com.au, or you can go to the app. You can go under. We'll put it under Megabet. We'll put it under Megabet. Megabet
0: section. Mick Stanley special, Menengate to run top four, $3.50. And yep. we were
2: doing something special with the price of San Carlo up until Monday, I believe, to win the Interdom.
0: Yes, we're going to push his price out. Three mm. rolls. going to push it out to $12. Wow.
2: Till Sunday only, 5 p.m. Sunday okay. afternoon.
0: Men and Gate. Now, the final – the sorry, the second last segment of the show, um, we're going to uh, rest it in the paddock whilst Rocket was away with him, but due to popular demand – demand – Demand. Fake mm. – fake, fake, Demand From that Um, But coming in uh, Race callers voting Now this is where The segment where Correct me if I'm wrong This is my first go here But we recap the week of racing And we (laughs) highlight our best race call um, Of the weekend And and what that was One Uh, of our favourite lines One of of our favourite lines
2: Can we get an update on the leaderboard
0: Leaderboard All we have to know is Alan Hull is on top at two (laughs) And being a Wagga Wagga boy born and bred Uh, In the short time I'm on, going to be on this show I thought uh, I wouldn't miss the opportunity To give the great Alan Hull A a little bit of a kick up the leaderboard. Wagga, Saturday night. Um, anyone that listens to Wagga knows Alan's got sort of six to eight, if not ten great sayings he's got. But in this race, we managed to get three. We've got a trifecta. They set the compass to the railway side. They just start to wind the wick. And as they were just cut around in the final corner, he loves the – the, they pull the deafness and roars at the leaders yeah. as it kicked clear. And that's just, that's just Hully at his absolute best and – you know, I was, I was at the junction a few beers deep after watching Winks and when you can hear the sound coming through from the dulcet tones of Alan Hull, you, you, know, you know it's complete.
2: You know what's even better? When he moves the handlebars into the down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I
0: heard that one too, we, yeah. we, we should actually just start a new podcast on the Alan Hull uh, quotes, but I'll, I'll press on to you, Matt. What have you got for us? Well,
2: just, just on that, are we any chance of getting him on it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I reckon
2: we get Holly on here.
0: Yep, Yeah,
2: he'd love it. Moral. All right, let's, let's make that it. happen. Um, go I'm going to go with another Alan Hull. He's he's at the moment about a length and a half clear of everyone else in voting. We're we're going to get him home for the season right here. When they circumnavigate with more speed than Matthew Flinders. (laughs) Wow. Unfortunately, in my ownership time, I've probably never had one fast enough from behind to circumnavigate with that much speed, but there's hope.
0: Rocket will be listening from home just thinking, what what has this become, the Alan Hull segment? But anyway, Andrew, what do you got for us? Any Alan Hull or um,
1: something different? um, Hang on, let me make a prediction. Jim Jim
2: Jakes or Chris (laughs) Farsby?
1: yeah it is Chris Barb <laughs> <There we go. laughs> uh look he, he threw he threw in a good one this week, and we we haven't used this one before, so uh we'll go, we'll go with it. Who wants it more when there's a uh, two-horse driving uh, finish? So uh, I like that
0: one uh, this Beautiful. week. He's, he's a bit like Holly. He's got plenty plenty of nice little calls under his, up his sleeve, <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? How much
2: does a race caller add to the enjoyment of our product, hey?
0: It's fantastic. There's some there's some great ones. There's a few questionable ones floating around. We won't name uh, wider them. Australia, <laughs> we won't name them. To round out the show, best bets, gents. I'll lead us off here. Menangle Saturday. In that feature race, MacDoro the place around even money. I think it shoots across. Hands up. Um, and his lethal late will be thereabouts for a place. Matt, I think you mentioned yours already, was it?
2: Yeah, I get, I'll go with uh, with Bazinga to win. Ricky May sticks with her uh, ahead of Wainui Creek, who was incredible. Also, also
0: around the, the $2 mark.
2: Andrew?
1: Um, I may have broken the rules again here, oh, but uh, <laughs> again, rockets listening from home, John. What yeah. are these boys doing? Uh, Gloucester Park Friday night, uh, the feature race, the James Brennan Memorial. We'll go with Vampiro. Airborne, um, Airborne. Airborne, Airborne. He's actually um, with the uh, scratching of Chicago Bull for the uh, WA Futures. We've actually got. Uh, Vampiro, equal favourite, $5. Yep. So, uh, you know, from from uh, from the good draw this week, he, he looks the class horse right can, now.
2: Can I ask you all both one question out of interest? If you have to nominate a horse that's going to stand up over the next six months, obviously with a shortage of good free-for-all horses, I'll put you on the spot.
1: <laughs> this is on the spot, yep.
2: Yep.
0: Franco Nelson. Franco Nelson. Even though he's had some serious injuries Just in the past. To stand up, and, to to
2: stand up and, and really excel, and you know, in a time of... of I know shortage. you're going to go
1: with Elmers, but uh, yeah... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've put me on the spot now. I, look, San Carlo, like, there's nothing, he, he's, he's going from strength to strength. So, yeah, brilliant. Yep. What's yours?
2: Oh, you put me on the spot. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, look, I'm going to go with Joe Starr mate, okay. I love him. Yep. Re- yeah, yeah, no, good call. I probably yep.
3: missed
0: that one. We mentioned him earlier. Uh, that recaps a, a big show. Plenty of info in there. We we recapped uh, the week that was uh, the update to the Trotters rankings and markets. We looked at in depth at the paces. A great interview with Michael Stanley. In case you missed it there and you forgot to jot it down, Soho Hamilton, a very well bred um, two year old that's on the up that should be racing later this year. Jot that one down and put it in your black book. Um, and then the week ahead. Um, and as we finished out with some Alan Hull love, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, don't forget to like share subscribe send it to friends um and you can also request a bet so jump on the app in the future section request a bet and the boys will price that up straight away and get it back to you yep thanks for joining fellas beautiful happy punting we'll be back next week yep thank you thanks